Hey, what's happening, everybody? This is Dennis Terrell of Terrell Knifeworks, and you and I are listening to the Work For It podcast, where the emphasis is on business in the workshop. You can support these guys for as little as $1 a month or $12 a year, and show your support by going to patreon.com forward slash work for it to find out more. $12 a year? That won't even buy two gallons of gasoline here in California. You might as well support these guys like I do so they can help us all work for it. Well, shit, Brian, why don't we just get it started right now and I'll tell you all about it. You're listening to the Work For It podcast, baby! Yeah! Alright! It's... You would think at 45 years old I'd have a little less energy, but I do not because every single freaking day of my life, Brian, I'm doing what now? Florida meth. <laughs> working I'm working for it, for it You're baby. You're working for it. You're working for it, man. <laughs> yeah. Damn. All right, so These... let me tell you what I got going on. I'm gonna ju- I just want to dive right in because... Do it. I'm out of breath a little bit, but... <clears throat> So, okay, so you know how I'm working on the forge doors. Yeah. And you may or may not notice this, and I didn't even see it, but everyone seems to think that the two lightning bolts on the front of the forge doors look like the SS logo that the Nazis (laughs) used. Yeah, during World War II. I didn't even think about that, but holy shit. Okay, so me neither. And it just so happens that I'm married to someone who is Jewish. She's not practicing, but, you know, whatever. So, um, and I was called a Nazi, I don't even know how many times. Like, on multiple platforms. So, it was YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And I'm like, you know... Yeah. Mm. So uh, just now we th- those lightning bolts were just a placeholder anyway. OK, we, right. we've we been working on an, an Apollo Forge uh, logo. Right. Okay. So uh, it's really cool. Sarah's been working on it for the last couple of weeks. And I told him, I'm like, look, I need to video myself doing the fantasy challenge and I'm using the Apollo Forge for this. No way am I going to allow the comment section to turn into Moron Central, even though it's going nine to times it's going to be anyways. I don't want to give them a reason to to say these things about me and spread these false things that. Uh, sure. And see, this is how far away from this I am. I mean, like, I didn't even see it. I'm like, what are you talking about? And then Sarah's like Googling it. And she's like, holy shit, it's kind of close. Like, it's not <laughs> it's, really it's, close. Yeah, it's kind of well, close. Whatever. It's so a cool I was, logo. What the hell do they want? It's, it's a, just lightning a lightning bolt. bolt. Yeah. Right. So the Nazis ruined everything for everybody for, for years to come. <laughs> Thanks so much. For, and, uh, um, you know, they, they ruined your lightning bolt. They ruined a big portion of my family. Uh. <laughs> Who cares about your family? My logo <laughs> can't be used, Brian. This is a tragedy. Tragedy, I tell you. So anyway, um, so anyway, we we came just now. We just cut new uh, forage doors and new coupons that are going to get uh, Brent is going to weld them over the lightning bolts so that I can use the Apollo Forge to, to right. continue my 
knife. But uh, can, can yeah. you give us a so, preview on the logo? Like, what's it gonna look like? Give us oh, like God, a it's really cool. So, okay. um, Sarah integrated the letters A and F together. So Apollo Forge, which is also a double oh. entendre because it's like uh, you know cool as fuck or hot as yeah, fuck, which I love. Go. I think it's so cool, cool AF, right? Yeah. And um. And it's like a swooshing A with a. You'll see it probably later. You probably have already seen it. It will be. We will be releasing reels and photographs of it today, which is Wednesday. We always record on a Wednesday, so we'll be. We will release the logo today and tomorrow, so you'll be able to go out and check it out. So it'll be kind of cool. But it's a really neat um, adaptation of the AF. Yeah, and, for the uh, that gets Forge. put in. Yeah, yeah, the logo oh, for, the, for the Forge. For the nice. Yeah. Yeah, so I I've been apparently I'm um, uh the two lightning bolts look too much like the SS from the Nazi regime, so I had to change it. Thanks to all the morons on the internet who right? wanted to call me a Nazi. Thank you so much. Fucking that was idiots. brutally traumatized. Like I I don't get triggered by much. I'm a real thick skin type person. I've never wanted to tell so many people to go fuck themselves. Like yeah. really, yeah. really, yeah. really go fuck yourself. Like times all a three million. Fingers. Like. I want, I want to just, I was literally like seething thinking this is what they want. They want me to get angry. They want mm-hmm. me to de- deny that I'm a not, like, I'm not even going to deny it. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not going to justify not anywhere the near response, that. you know? It's oh my like, God. So yeah. I'm deleting comment after comment and TikTok, get this. TikTok was the worst. Really? TikTok is, huh. fil- not only is it filled with people who are, who want to troll me and call me that, but also people who are sympathizers who are like, way oh, to go, bro. Oh. I love it. I love that. <laughs> and I'm thinking you just outed yourself as a racist yeah. Nazi right. fuckface exactly. asshole yeah. on yeah. TikTok publicly. You oh, fucking dude, moron. People, people amaze the, I don't know. I, the extremism in this, this is most world. time I've said the F word ever right. on this podcast. <laughs> Sorry, mom. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, mom. Well, Sorry, I mom. Feel like, Sorry, hold on. If you're talking about the Nazis, you can call, tell them to go fuck themselves. Like yeah. that's that's oh, the right. base totally. level. Oh my you're god! Right. It is. Fuck yeah. the Nazis. Anybody that's gonna get the brunt of my anger. Then. <laughs> oh my god! I it, but then I, I start uh, thinking about it. it's like what they want. You know, they want yeah, me to is. feel that way, yeah. and I was so angry about it because I didn't see it. And then it was like I woke up the next day because I have I have a TikTok right now that's running on two million views. And, <laughs> look at you. Yeah, that's the one where and again, it's the one where people feel like they can call you out on something. Oh, yeah, because you're and that's why it's getting all the engagement coverage. is because mm. people are like, oh, look at this it's, guy. He's putting right. an SS on the front of an oven. Oh, Whoa. my God. I didn't think like, about oh, that. Yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> Who's the true brutal, racist? Brutal though? shit. You know, you right. are the guy yeah, that you were puts thinking that about shit that. together, right? Like, yeah. come on, uh, fucker. Yeah. But here's I the good know. news. Here's what yeah. good came out of it. Good came out of it because we can't, we, we've been working on this AF logo for a while now, and I told Sarah, I'm like, you've got to get like this done. I like the AF. It's like ass oh. fuck. <laughs> exactly right it's just cool af yep. hot cool af, AF hot yeah yep, yep, and it yep. it's and it's i wanted it to kind of look like and maybe you guys will see this too a vintage nasa patch like so it. remember like the old nasa yep. patches yep. that had like the rocket on it and it had like a rainbow behind it or some sort of skyscape mm-hmm. or something i wanted it to look like that and sarah 
effing nailed it. I mean, she just She's crushed incredible. it. It looks so yeah. cool. Yeah. So we transferred. So right before the podcast, we transferred the digital file to DXF, which is what my plasma cutter can read. And we did some coupons. So we, you know, we cut some coupons out. We're laser etching those. Those will get uh, welded onto the doors to cover up the stupid freaking lightning bolt logos. And, and then, um, and then we cut the forged doors, new forged doors, to see how they look with the uh, nice. with the cutout. And as I'm climbing up here, I'm Sarah's like, it's so cool to see it cut out of steel. Yeah. It's just oh, so yeah. neat, you know. Yeah. So yeah, we we're excited about that. The logo but, uh, sounds very uh, Tom Sachs. In, 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 you yes. know Tom Sachs. Um, yes. Yes. He yes. was he, Adam Savage was big with Tom. Uh, Van Nystad spent time in Tom's studio. Uh, Tom created a space expedition <laughs> uh, exhibit, I guess it was, like yep, a, a yep. performative piece. And I don't know, if folks have never seen any of Tom Sachs' work, check him out on YouTube. It's S-A-C-H-S. Just unreal. The, guy's, the guy is a, a mad scientist of art. Really neat stuff. Cool. Cool. Yeah, so that was kind of that was the theme that we were looking like to achieve, and Sarah nailed. So we're doing that today in the workshop. We're also scrambling, scrambling a little bit because we had to like rush an order of kits because we sold so many grinders over the Labor Day yeah. holiday, and we ran out. And then my laser people like nailed it, knocked it out of the park. They told me initially two weeks. They got me everything from the day I ordered it. They got it to me in six days, like wow. six business days. And I was like, holy cow. So we offloaded the truck yesterday and now we're filling and I think we're caught up today. We're actually completely caught up with orders and getting them out the door. And then um, and then I am still anxiously awaiting the steel. I have everything else worked out as far as the pricing goes on, like the air delivery system and the, the fuel delivery system and all the brick and everything else that goes along with the Apollo. I'm just waiting for the engineers from my laser people to get back with me. Like what, if I order X amount, what do they cost, you know, to make. And uh, yeah, so we are close and I'm I'm shooting for late October and I think I'm going to hit late October. Man, that, that coincides perfectly with the fantasy challenge coming out October. What is it? 15th. That is not by accident. I yeah. wanted there it to because and, I wanted people to see me forging in this thing because I've had yeah. a lot of people commenting like, oh, that thing will never get to temperature. And, you know, <laughs> I, I, I haven't right. seen you actually forge weld in it. Meanwhile, I forge welded a ton of shit in the prototype. So I know it works, right. but it's just this well, one little, uh, hasn't been done yet. A little bit ahead of the uh, Black Friday, you know, you get settled yep. in before then. And yeah, that'll be great. Let me yeah. tell you my sales strategy for all of this stuff. So. We are preparing for Christmas now. If you are a retailer or you make stuff, September is the month to start writing down, okay, I need this amount of knives, I need this amount of cutting boards, I need this amount of stuff produced and ready to go when Black Friday hits because Mm -hmm. you are leaving money on the table. There are so many people out there now who are onto the maker movement and are looking for unique items, gifts, tools, things you make. And if you have them in stock, you will be above your contemporaries and mm-hmm. you will be able to sell them. You're li- literally doing yourself and your business a disservice if you're not producing 
mega quantities of whatever it is. This is the yeah. year. Christmas 2022, you're going to want to be double, triple stocked. You are the hey, maker. Even if, you, even if you don't sell stuff, right? If you gift stuff. Um, oh, yeah. We made all those all, stupid horseshoes last year. Remember yeah, that? Nobody bought them, the so ele- I just gave them away. At the 11th hour, you know. Yeah, and, no, it worked. That's, that's the stuff that you should start doing or at a minimum thinking about now, right? If you're going to gift yes. a bunch of knives this christmas or cutting boards or whatever the hell it is start it and ben i get it we're all artisans right and we're not planners and this is the reason why you listen to the work for it podcast because (laughs) i am doing the planning for you and i'm kicking you in the nuts and i'm telling you like we're bringing the fucking value bitch i was just gonna say that ben we're bringing the value we like the value menu at mickey d's baby dollar gets you everywhere speaking of one dollar what brian what does one dollar get you if you're on our patreon hey one dollar now moving forward yeah, $1 a month will get you into our Patreons, and it'll get you a little after show. We're doing questions now with oh, our after show. A little so after basically, dinner mint. Yeah, little after dinner mint. That's, that's a very good one. So uh, basically <laughs> what we're going to do is we're going to have a question from our Patreon supporters, and then we'll mm-hmm. tease it here on the show, but you can only listen to it over on our Patreon. So jump you'll over there. You'll hear the, you'll hear the, you'll hear the question. <laughs> You'll hear the question during this part of the show, but to hear the answer, you'll have to be a patron. And get this. We're going to introduce a segment called Troll of the Week. Oh, yeah. So if somebody's been trolling me or Ben or Brian. Everybody hates Brian. (laughs) We're going to (laughs) read the trolling comments, and and then we're going to discuss discuss it now then all the nazi stuff i deleted so we won't be able to do yeah. that but i do uh, have a guy in my comment section with a segment They're not yeah even exactly that. yeah i i had a guy actually ask me something very inappropriate uh oh content oh yes oh yes and you know suspicious. what since you're a patron I'll just go ahead and let you guys know who that person is and their handle on Instagram and feel oh, free yeah. to look them up and do whatever you want with that information yeah. because oh, this person would like to publicly shame me and uh-huh. do all these things. So he's opening the door to whatever yep. else we decide. I'll give you some of my public person. motherfucker. But in order to be a part of that fun, you have to, gotta, you have to contribute a little bit to, pay to, to the pay patron to and it's so small. end of things. It's so yeah. small. It's a small amount, ten dollars eighty cents uh, a year. Question: Do we have any uh, new patreons this week? Mm, I believe we do. Let me look. Oh, and by the way, I don't know, Ben, if you got if you realize this, but you were called out on the Knife Talk podcast by Jeff Fader. <laughs> very, very, I, very subtly, he he mentioned something you did in the last episode. Really, the last I, one this this week. I have to listen. Monday. I'm behind on that show a couple weeks, so I'll, so I'll you, fast forward to this week's. What, well, what you I and say? I were talking, and you took a bite of a sandwich or something. Oh, and... there it is. Okay. <laughs> you know, I did hear that, and I did yeah, think to okay. myself, like, oh, I was fucking, boy, and I was really hiding it well, because I even listened back. No, Man, he is, he's good. We're not hiding it well. <laughs> You're not hey, hiding it well. not what happened. With me, goddammit. What world are you living in? You are not hiding it. It was like you took a bite out of a, a cream-filled donut, and then you yeah. spoke through the powder dust yeah. coming out of your mouth. That's funny. Not hidden. Yeah. Very oh, funny. I, it'll never happen again. 
At least not this episode. I just love that he brought it up because he texted me about it and he's like, he's like, what are you guys recording over or over like lunch hour or something? I was like, what are you talking about? Clarify this question. And he's like, Ben with a mouthful of freaking donut or whatever while he was talking. And I was like, holy shit. And then he brought it up on the podcast. Even My bad, Jeff. So. My bad. I apologize. And I apologize to all the listeners that I will never eat uh, again. Without Get a hold of yourself. You'll just never eat again, Ben. We that's do have little... new. We do have two new patrons. I would love to not have to eat. I don't. I don't like having to eat. I yeah, love to eat. I, I love to. I'm. Are you one of those people that um, my wife can eat just because you have to, right? Like so. Mm. So this. It's like oh, I I've got to eat. My wife eats probably more than I do. It's crazy. She weighs 120 pounds, you know, but um, uh, she'll just eat. She would eat the same thing every fucking day just because you have to eat. And I'm kind of the opposite. Like, I would go without eating if I had to eat, sh- like, garbage, you know, like shit, bad food. I, I eat because I enjoy it. And uh, if I'm not going to enjoy it, I have a hard I'm, time I'm doing with it. you, Ben. I eat because I get bored. I eat because, yeah. I, you know, I'm emotional. I'm like everybody else. It's just yeah. the older you get now, good. everything you put in your mouth, is like you you're do you do this i don't know if you do this but a lot of, i've been doing this lately it's like everything i put in my mouth i'm like okay is it worth it to eat that's this because i'm gonna gain said. weight eating it right uh, yeah there's a lot yeah you guys can <laughs> cut this start, all up now now take this <laughs> take that. it and slide it into your mouth yeah. and then you know <laughs> put make it sure on it's your tongue delicious yeah. mm. is it tasty yes. Delicious. All right. Yes. All we do right. have to. We do have two new patrons. Next. Speaking of that, we have two new patrons. Guess it. Guess who it is. It's. Uh, I won't make you guess. You won't know. Uh, but uh, <laughs> like, why would I make you guess that? I mean, but I'm excited. Anyone in the world. These two people. I'm excited that they're part of our patron now. It's Grant Alexander from oh, the, nice. um, Clamp Podcast. Yeah, he's a uh, just. Great I, I went on that podcast not really knowing what it was about. I listened yeah. to maybe like an episode like a year ago, but I never really got too deep yeah. into it. I, I listened to so much stuff. So <laughs> Did I was you like, see his reel? Did you see his reel from yesterday? No, I didn't see oh it. I haven't Lord. been on social. So for a while. funny. I, I made the best. I mean, I, I like, let me put the. Uh, I'll pull it up while you read the next one because you yeah, know this I'm, is I'm an audio podcast. I know, but I <clears throat> almost have to read it. it. So it's him. And he's uh, he's talking about a tenon fitting in a mortise. Okay. And and he's he's like sometimes you have to listen to it. I'll paraphrase. But he's like, did you ever have uh, an instance where the tight you or you just can't fit it in the hole or something? <laughs> and he's like, I just take a piece of sandpaper and massage the edges of the hole. It was like oh so sexual. He's like, and then in his uh, description, he's like, I really think I should start considering writing scripts for my voiceovers. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a patron now. And right. if you're not listening to the Clamp Podcast, you should. It's a really great podcast. Yeah. I uh, got a chance to be on it, so it was really great to hang out with those guys and go check it out. So uh, he he calls himself the Grant Alexander mm-hmm. on Patreon, uh, which is pretty funny. And yep. um, <clears throat> if you get it, the, yeah, okay. And then uh, Eric Anderson of Catalyst Knives. Eric's followed my work for quite some time now, and Eric, I appreciate you awesome. for joining in on the uh, the Patreon there. <clears throat> And that puts us up to, get this, 98, 98 oh, man. patrons. 
Next week's right a party, there. hopefully. Honestly, yeah, I kind of expe- I kind of expected to lose a couple people for you know since Eating? we're stopping to read them all. Jesus, I just um, ate lunch for Christ's sake! Let me Come see. on, hold on. Let me see if anybody canceled. Uh, no, no one canceled. Um, Good for you guys. Thank you for the support. Yeah. Hey, the yeah, power. Man, that's awesome. Of, man, I was see, talking. That, they don't listen to the show anymore, and they just uh, forgot yeah. that they're a patron. Right. Like, <laughs> you know, that so could happen. I had, um, I had tell anybody. Don't tell the anybody. Mo- <laughs> I had the most amazing person in my shop uh, yesterday. Uh, I so was not I, in your shop yesterday. No, you weren't. No, uh, I was here by myself. And no. <laughs> um, no, so I donated an apron for the Crooked River uh, fundraiser <clears throat> for Tommy uh, to raise money for that uh, through, um, uh, what is it, Sharky um, Knife Scale. Why can't I think of that? Flying Shark. Ran Flying it. Shark, yeah. Donated an apron, and lo and behold, someone from Emmett, Idaho, won the damn thing. Emmett's like 30 minutes away. Just oh, a no small, kidding. A small town away from where I'm at here. So the, the, the gal that won it is CJ Wilkinson, and she's at Faobar Forge, F-A-O-B-H-A-R. Have you ever met someone <clears throat> who, and um, I think the the fact that she's a female helped with this to some extent but regardless of whether she was a male or a female she inspired me so stinking much so she is currently um she is currently uh training at, and has made team USA for downhill street luge Oh, so, I like so, watching that. Yeah, unreal. I, that is the so, coolest sport. Yeah, if you don't know what it is, it's basically lay down on a skateboard on your back and go down the biggest hill you can find. That's, that's kind of it. People in have died in that, haven't yeah. they? Yeah, oh yeah. She said she, her top speed right now is 60 miles an hour. She's Jeez, 63. She is 63 <laughs> years old. 63? Woman. Yes. Oh my God. She is a um, ABS apprentice. She uh, just received a scholarship to go to a knife making school, I think in Utah. She said, "What's her? Just, uh, she's on Instagram, isn't she? Yeah, does it's she have F-A- Instagram handle? F A O B H A R underscore Forge. Just blew my mind, right? Just, um, just incredible. You know, just a fun, enjoyable person to be around. Um, just really cool. So, um." I wanted to shout her out and point out that I off I've I've done this in the past where recently I've met several people close to me here in Boise, right? Brian Hunt was another one through uh the the money that we all helped raise for his daughter Ellie's uh, eye therapy, which he is eternally grateful for. <clears throat> I got a chance to uh, meet with him quite a bit. Actually, I was out at his his farm yesterday, his house. Uh, he's got a, a house made in 1910 that he's refurbishing. It just, I mean, just meeting these incredible people. And it's easy to forget when you're busy scrolling Instagram that there are makers in your backyard, right? Yeah, good point. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's kind of weird. You know, like I, every night, I've done, like I said, I did it in the past where I picked my head up 
oh, this must have been almost eight years ago or five or eight years ago, and uh, organized a get like a get together, a maker meetup at the Woodcraft store here in Boise. And that was probably the last time I picked my head up and went, shit, there's all kinds of people in this town. Um, yeah, so Boise's got to have probably a lot of makers, I would it, think. It, a lot of people that do this type of stuff, but you're all introverts, so you're all hanging yeah. out in your own shops. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know. And it, Bladesmiths cool. tend to be a little bit more, um, a little bit more extrovert, I think. Yeah. I agree. And I, I was, CJ and I were talking uh, yesterday and, you know, I said, hands down, the maker community in general uh, on the internet is, it, it just blows your mind how incredible it is. Uh, and I can tell you as someone up until what, a year and a half, maybe almost two years now when I joined the show, I was not plugged into the knife making or bladesmithing community at all. You know, I never even really uh, rubbed elbows with anybody within it. And in my experience, uh, I was primarily connected to the woodworking communities, right? But, and I thought, man, this wood, these woodworkers are incredible. They're non judgmental, they're willing to share and everything else. And, knife makers and bladesmiths are five times, you know, more willing to share than woodworkers. Uh, so it's, I don't know, the, the knife making community has really, truly impressed me more than even other communities I've, I've been in. in They'll the go out of their space. way to yeah. ensure you understand. And, yeah. you know, it is very, yeah, very, are incredible. very tight. Yeah. Speaking yeah, of, awesome, tight speaking of the knife making community and the support, we get from them. I just had a really huge collaboration with uh, Dennis Tyrell. Yeah, I don't know if you guys saw the YouTube video on that one. Yeah, yeah. and it, that that only came together because you know I got a part of the community, and Dennis was so incredibly kind and supported me by you know yeah. teaching me a couple of things. When I asked him questions, he answered them, and we became friends, and it just happened. So Dennis yeah, is the, just aces, man, aces. Absolutely. One of the best in the community. That's for damn sure. But here's another one. Um, Wesley Crumb. We all received a, a gift from Wesley, right? Um, the steak flipper. Yes. Yeah. And that I just, all the time. I do too. I love it. I just saw on his feed this morning that he is returning to compete for a second time in season three of Last Blade Standing. So, so cool. Congratulations to him. That's Speaking of awesome. that steak flipper, I use mine all the time, and then I tried to make one, and mine sucked. <laughs> they don't look <laughs> trivial to make, honestly. Um, to get it to that point and then pig, pigtail curl it around, I mean. Well, it, it wasn't like that. that tool. Remember back like the old, uh, they used to do lobotomies where they would pull stuff out of the nose? Jesus. Don't they look like that? That you know what I'm talking about? That little about hook. It. They yeah. went. They yeah. go up the nose and they pull yeah. out the, the frontal lobe. Ooh. And Ooh. Yuck. I want to do that to all those people who commented on my thing. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, that gives me the make a really bad just, joke, just, but... uh, just thinking of, I know I was too, <laughs> not, no, 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 not going to go no, there. No, no, no. So there. going back to the Apollo Forge, uh, you're using that Apollo Forge for the fantasy challenge. Have you started yep. on that thing yet? Uh, there's He's been no fantasizing movement. about no it. no movement and it's and it's just because it's a the the Apollo had to be done in my opinion had to mm. be finished in order to use it and after today it will be so uh, yeah like by this weekend I should have the blade forged like Good it should be all forged out and and uh, and down to like 
yeah, so I'm, I'm doing like some cool twists and things in it that I've never done before. So there's a high possibility that I might screw it up and break it. But, you know, hey, no, whatever. We'll, have that. well, you have but, like plenty of time to uh, fix mistakes at this point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll I think so. I think so. I think the, you're right. Uh, based on the pictures. I've Wait, seen are you being sarcastic, a... Brian? <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that what this is? Maybe a He's little like, bit. Like, oh, you it, haven't man. started it yet? Oh, son man. of a bitch. The Based thing on about the me is I'm insanely efficient. Sword. Ooh, man. Oh, you, I saw. You're going to have a hard Can we talk time. about that, Brian? Yeah, go for it, man. Let's oh go. Oh, my God. So Brian texts me. You haven't shared those publicly. I no, think. and I won't okay. I won't share those finished pictures until the video comes out. I will tell you what, man. Oops. I better, Dude, better, better take those Let me just say back. this right now, like in all seriousness, that sword is Dude. so, so cool. Yeah. You Thank you, man. crushed it and... You went outside of your comfort zone, like way That's what's outside, so way outside my comfort zone, and man. But you, you did it, you know. You buddy. you legit so fucking good. did it, and you did it well, and you did it right, and you did an incredible job on it. That that's just you should be proud of that one, man. But that I, I mean, ha- I got I got to tell you, at this in the same breath, it's it's I still when I looked at those photos, like man, he put a lot of work into a losing blade. I just don't <laughs> understand why he even bothered. I don't, yeah. I don't even know, yeah. man. <laughs> well, you know, it is it is awful a lot of time wasted there, Brian. It's a it's an interesting competition because to some extent, right, your video work matters. Uh, in this one, it does as much yeah. or potentially more. Who knows? So than, you can blame it on blame. Kyle when you lose. I mean, I, you know, okay, not paying right. you, Kyle. Well, once I absolutely destroy the shit out of you, I'll send Kyle down to help <laughs> you next time. I will tell you what, man, it's a, a very good possibility that you are going to win the yeah, entire thing. Oh, thank I you. Mean, I appreciate that. No, I, I, when I saw that. In all seriousness, when I saw I that, I was like, I'm losing. I'm going to lose. And that's okay. <laughs> I'm preparing myself now. Still, I'll shit talk all day, but you know. Hey, and yeah, then I'm like, damn. Well, the, the, I think the other part Brian, of this. If you lose to Brother Brian, is it really losing? Is it really losing? <laughs> I will say the other part of this, too, is the story you get to tell along with it, which is oh, yeah. you've never made a sword before and you've never made Damascus before. Mm-hmm. So you've done those two things. And I think. You should highlight that in the absolutely in the video. Never, made, never made sword. Yep. Absolutely, and also pairing with the fact that it's connected to a show that is currently airing, so maybe yeah. I'll get a little bit of push from and you know how cool from- is it? Oh yeah, all the dweebs. Yeah. Yeah, you got to make sure the <laughs> thumbnail has like um, you know Khaleesi or somebody in it or whatever you know to to match. Yeah. It up, well, we'll know. make it happen. We'll make it happen yeah. for sure. But the other cool part about this is, is that you get Jason Knight to judge it. Yeah, that's so, crazy. Oh, isn't it? that yeah. cool, right? I mean, yeah. like he's gonna see your work and 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 um, critique it and and, and give you award feedback. you the, the trophy. You know? Right, that's pretty neat. <laughs> I mean, and that's, gotta admit, that's really neat. There's a lot of things that I was thinking about all the way through that process. One of it just being like, oh, my God, I'm way the hell over my head. Like, I'm I'm for sure never going to finish this and make it look good. And then also, like, you know, there's going to be Jason Knight and a lot of other people that are huge YouTubers that are going to see this and judge against it. And then also yeah. at the end, the scariest part of the whole thing was sharpening it because you guys know how I sharpen. Holy shit, off of that's the top. a long thing to sharpen, yeah. Right, yeah. and I do it off the top of my belt, 
and it's like, you know, if this thing catches, I'm pretty sure it'll decapitate me. Right. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> like that oh. literally I made Kyle step out of my shot because if yeah. one person I would rather one person die than two with a flying well, sword. Yeah. So it hits the floor and fucking bounces back up, you know, twirling around and now you got a a sword somersaulting around your shop. Holy yeah, shit. Really was, sharp helicopter flying around yeah. your There was your there was a point because I I had ground the bevels to a zero already and it was already sharp enough to cut paper before I put on the final bevel. So like wow. I started I started the first couple and then I started to realize like this thing is this thing is like a long razor blade and if this catches yeah. in the belt uh <laughs> There's there's no amount of leather that can stop this amount of steel coming through the air, you know. Sure, sure. It's it crazy shit. Well done, well done. Let me ask so you guys. Be on the lookout so, for that. So, question. So, like you were just saying, how um, you, when you find that moment where you step back and you go, "Shit, I am I'm in six feet under, you know, above my hair. You know, I'm I'm way deeper than I ever wanted to be." I'm over my head. I'm lost. Does that motivate you? Terrorize you? I, you know, some folks I think thrive in that environment and and yeah. seek it out and others maybe not so much. How much info do you feel like you need to have to feel comfortable, I guess? Cuz Well, so I I when I was starting, I was very intimidated like when I when I brought this to Kyle like hey here's here's this like I'm going to do a sword for the fantasy challenge. He like kind of leveled with me like is there really a chance that you could pull this off well? Like what are the chances that this is going to turn out and look really good? Yeah. And I I of course was intimidated going into it and that really didn't reassure me much but you know basically what what i realized is it's 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 the old adage of you know you only can eat an elephant if you go one bite at a time right right and it that's was like the jimmy Duresta strategy too right he's like just do something start right. do anything yeah. you know cut a piece of fucking metal one day you know right and i think also starting off making the damascus up in um mackinac you know, I started off with a 10 and a half hour day making the Damascus. And after it was done, I was so hyped up on the project in general that I was so excited to start the next thing. So it was just kind of, you know, I rode that wave all the way through until basically it yeah. got down to where it's just a large, it's just a super large knife. And all you have to do yeah. is just do the process, but it's going to take four times longer than it normally takes. So, yeah. yeah, I think, I think when you, I think, you finished it awfully fast too, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, a lot, there's guys that take a really long time to make a blade like that. Uh, I know. And I listened to, or watch Kyle uh, Royer uh, do his thing. And he's like, you know, this, this knife took like three months, you know, or this blade took like three months. Granted, it's like mosaic and there's, there's a right. lot, of, you know, yeah, we can't compare to... my sword up against no, I, anything I, I'm that with... he does. <laughs> but if you think about it in terms of people that work on, longer pieces of steel blades like that uh they do typically take a long time um yeah neil's yeah. from black dragon forge is another example he's very fast he can make a dagger and like you know that 48 hour challenge thing that he does which they mm -hmm. just had which was really cool to watch um but you know he still takes the for his commissioned pieces he takes a long time to to get them out because he's you know he's struggling you know striving not struggling striving striving for perfection Right. And yeah. I think that the end result of what I saw in the photos looked really damn good. 
And so yeah, I will tell you that I think you have yep. a, a fighting chance, a really good chance to win. And well, I hope you do. And, uh, you know, because yeah. you're, you, you, it's worth it. Like it, to me, like if I'm an audience member watching somebody's journey and I've seen all the challenges up to this point, cause you've chan- you've done what now three of the, four or three of the five this, challenges this this will be my third and there's been four total okay so you've done almost all of them and people have been able to see your progression uh, as a bladesmith and and i think man it's just really great so congratulations brian on that i think you're, you're just doing a great job uh pushing yourself out of your comfort zone i'm really glad you did it thank you i appreciate that i i kind of went through and tallied up all of the hours because the vast majority of this I did off camera on my own. Basically, I'd have Kyle come in and film the beginning and then the end of a process. So, like, I I, I think I was somewhere between 80 and 90 hours total on this blade. Okay. Just That's not much, I mean, though, dude. I mean, well, for something that long. How many knives do you, would you equate a sword to? <laughs> oh, shit. Like, <laughs> I, could probably, I could probably do, you know, 20 blades about that same, okay. you know, time. Yeah. So, yeah, well, (laughs) thank you. I appreciate that for sure. But so something else that is going on. So this weekend I am doing some live forging in Frankenmuth at an art show. And uh, for that, yeah, it's it's just kind of a like it's going to be. Well, Frankenmuth is kind of like the little Germany town. So it's kind of touristy anyways. So they're doing a festival this weekend called the fire arts festival so they they've invited me to come by and bring my workshop with me and basically do do a bunch of live forging and um actually jeremy ballaball is going to be joining me on that thing so that's going to be a lot of fun and for that i did start literally starting yesterday i started eight knives nice and i will be finishing those eight knives tomorrow are you in different process like different uh steps of the progression with each of them or just no, so basically I, I started off with just stock steel and I, I did yeah. um, a little cool. bit of forging on them to kind of, you know, get the general shape. You know, they're not all huge knives. They're all, you know, EDC knives and then those nano cleavers. So yeah. they're not they're but not still, like gigantic things. Yeah. But I got them all the way up through heat treat. I glue I did all the uh, carbon fiber that I was talking about uh, either last week or the week Very before. Cool, yeah. I'm testing yeah. a bunch of the carbon fiber with them. So Dude, you should do a waffle, man. Put a put a bucket out there, ten bucks a ticket, and win one. Well, I don't know if I'll do that at this one because people are kind of filtering in and out. I yeah. might do a raff, a raffle here for you know the work for it people. Yeah, that'd be cool. But yeah, so anyways, um, I did. I got them all the way up through heat treat. I ground the bevels in, and today or basically last night, I did acid etch and then coffee etch. And I did something different this time, and it worked incredibly well. So I did my coffee etch, where basically it's eight cups of water and about a third of the container of instant coffee. But I went and bought the Walmart brand, like $3 a giant jug coffee, and it worked just as well as anything else I ever used. I just pulled them out before we started the podcast, and literally they are dark, dark, dark. Nice. So I went yeah, from- I use the cheap. I use the cheap stuff from Sam's Club. And I always laugh when people are like, no, you got to use the Nest Cafe. I'm like, man, it's like five times the price. Like I use literally like, the cheap generic shit from Sam's Club in the bucket. Like, why would it, works it great. matter? I can't I can't I find it hard to believe it would matter that much. I don't you know? know. I think it started as a joke because Neil yeah. Kamamura said it in a video like he's like, you have to get this <sighs> oh, brand yeah. and you have to have this particular type. 
and I and he was laughing when he said it. And if you don't know Neil, you would right. think like, oh, he's being serious. Yeah. I I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure he was messing with everybody because that's kind of the he way he is. He's like a funny guy. Start a movement, yeah. Right? And I think it's hilarious because now you see people that are parroting this. And they're going, oh, no, 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 you got to use the Nescafe. I'm like, well, have you used the generic stuff? They're like, well, no, I've only used it. It's like, and this this went on in the captaining business, too. So for the longest time, down here we have this fish called a Jack Creval, which is kind of considered a shit fish in Florida. It's just like a, it's like a big fish, whatever. People catch them all the time and throw them back. Well, like one day I was like, you know what? I caught a big one. I was like, I'm going to take it home and eat it. Everybody says they taste like shit, right? So I'm like, I don't Fucking know. Maybe I, I, right, yeah, yeah. It's, it's white fish. It's so good. Yeah. I was like, so what had happened was, it's and this so is how the rumor mill like starts. People thought for the longest time that Jack Creval tastes like crap. And maybe some of them do or whatever. But the ones that I've eaten, almost every single one of them tastes as good, if not better than Snapper. And I'm like, mm. well, and, and what this is the same thing with the coffee etch and everything else. There's a ton of misinformation. In fact, uh, I posted a reel because the Apollo Forge has a rectangular interior. And I had a couple people say, uh, oh, I, I wouldn't want that forge because it doesn't have a rounded ceiling in order to create the swirl. I love and that I'm like, swirl and post. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, well, that's bullshit. It does swirl. Like, it swirls, if not better than any other forge I've ever seen. So I made a reel about it, and I put some stuff in the forge and let First it First of all, off and whatever. that makes absolutely no fucking sense. None. Right? Any uh, fluid, any f- if you had a square fucking bucket and you had a drain at the bottom it's gonna fucking swirl (laughs) so the rumor is is that it won't it won't swirl because it's rectangular which we proven is incorrect and it was great because bill banky i don't know if you know bill Banky. oh yeah he commented on it and he was like see he said something about like there's so much misinformation out there in the world he's like this is seeing is believing is yeah. what he wrote, and I I was like, oh, it's so cool that Bill actually wrote that on yeah, there because well, I love Bill. Because apparently he doubted based on that comment, right? To some extent, yeah. it sounds like he well, uh, he had probably heard all the shit for all those years that it wasn't yeah. possible, and now they can see it's very um, much possible. It's interesting. So I recently read a um, <laughs> I recently read an article that was shared to me by by one of my cousins, and uh, it. it it talked about um, misinformation and and quote fake news, right? And 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 what this particular uh, author said, you know, we've been dealing with this problem since the the dawn of the newspaper and even before that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem there are there are. It, misinformation or fake news oftentimes gets categorized as intentional. Right. But the vast majority of it is, is unintentional. For example, it's just people for, repeating for the wrong years, stuff. Yeah. For years and years and years. Right. We believed that the earth was flat. We as humans. Right. And it wasn't until some son of a bitch got in a boat. Wait a minute. The earth is right? round. What are you it saying? Is, ben? Hey, well, it's rectangular. <laughs> uh, not, <laughs> so it's got 90 degree corners. But so think, you know, there are there are truths that we believe today that in the future will be proven wrong, right? Undoubtedly. And the amount of information that goes out now is just phenomenal, right? Yeah. And uh, I'll just send you guys the article because it was really, 
it really was well done uh, and sort of uh, called out, you know, fake news can't be this big scapegoat that we all point to. But it also means you have to be vigilant, right? And I think in the maker world, all of us knuckleheads creating content, right? There's not every person creating content on the internet uh, intends to share the right information. They just want to share whatever information they have, and it may or may not be validated in anything. You know what that kind of sounds like? It sounds like somebody putting together some reels, intentionally doing something provocative (laughs) so that they'll get a bunch of comments and views and shit. All right. All right. I I meant to bring this up. I meant to bring this up in the last- coffee, motherfucker. I'm using the fucking drip. That's it. Oh, I, here, I wanted to tell I wanted to I'm going to pull this up right now so that you so that I have an accurate number. But are you guys interested in what my reels payout was last month? You know, we are. What was it? Did you beat the beat what their goal was for you? Uh, No, but uh, I can tell you what mine up. was. Mine was forty three dollars. Let's go ahead and guess that. Let's let's guess I'm, how much you got. I'm go guessing ahead, 40 4750 4750 bucks. Oh jeez. No, you're, 4, way, you're way high. I'm <laughs> I'm going to guess. No, hold on. 1800. I'm, I'm going to guess $820. Well, hold, that's, that's hold very on. close. That's very Ooh, close. Yeah. It, it was the, $840.78. Was Damn, was goal, what was your uh, goal number that they gave you? Well, many, they say I cap out at 11 80. million. Five hundred dollars or something like that. So, but that month, yeah. it, that uh, that particular month, it was like close to ten million views on reels for me. Wow! And, Did you guys and, hear the news? Yeah. Um, what, what news? Um, Google is going to start doing the same. Basically, they're going to do a payout oh, yeah. with Instagram or um, on shorts. What is it? Yeah. Shorts. YouTube yeah. Shorts. Yeah, on shorts. But hey, did Brian, you read the particulars on that and what what they're saying? Little, you have you have yeah. to get. Before you can get monetized on shorts, you have to have 10 million views. Wow. Right. and Or you have to be monetized on your regular YouTube channel. Oh, If, if okay. you're already so monetized. You could just monetize okay. on shorts and not on your channel. Right. If you don't do long-form content, it's basically you, you have to do 10,000 views to get monetized. Um, so, so what I wanted to bring up was that I made more money – last month on Instagram reels than I did on YouTube ad yep. revenue. It's and profitable. this month is looking very good too. I'm already at $133 in my, my months start on the 16th. So I'm like yeah. uh, not even a weekend. And so I, I will tell you that if you get monetized on Instagram and you got free time or you're doing something interesting, or if you want to be called a Nazi sympathizer and yeah, leverage the dumbasses who say that about oh. you, uh, then you can make a little bit of scratch uh, on uh, Instagram. Yeah. Rules. And I'm of the opinion, I hear so many people, oh, I'm not doing that, you know, fuck them, it's unfair, this and that. You, you know the game. Uh, maybe that, that can be your opinion, but why not take the fucking money? You, well, you're you know, doing it anyway. Like I mean, do, I'm yeah, making you're literally reels doing it because anyway. I'm having fun doing it, and yeah. I'm getting paid to do it. And if you hate doing it that much, then maybe you should consider, uh, you know, why you're on social media in the first place. And it's fine to be a consumer. Hey, no problem. You know, I'm not saying everybody should be cranking out content. That's not. I would never ever say that. But 
if so, you are, or you're promoting a business or you're doing, for whatever reason, you post more than once a week, then bite the bullet, man. Sign yeah, up man. for the fucking program. Get the cash. I Don't got the, uh, I got the notification like, hey, you know, check or monetization or something along the top of like my Instagram notification, something about monetization. And I clicked it. And I went to the next page, and it says, you are not eligible to monetize yet. And I'm like, yeah. whoa, okay, what the fuck? So, well, th- <laughs> this is the process. Now, let me tell you, that's what they did with me. Remember, they told me I was eligible, then I wasn't eligible. Right. They let me attach my bank account. Then they denied me, and I had no recourse. Eventually, through that very rough process, you will get monetized. Bald Man's actually right in the middle of this right now. And yeah, they get um, hungry. Yeah. So what's happening is, is here's what let me tell you from a business perspective, what I think is happening. They're definitely trying to absolutely beat TikTok into the ground. They're they're literally putting millions and millions of dollars on the line so that they can basically buy your uh, your attention and your content to dump it into Instagrams because they want you to use Instagram. Yeah. And they're either going to kill the app or be the winner is what their yeah, mentality th- seems to be I right now. You're right. It could be suicide yeah. if they continue this, but they have no other choice. TikTok yep. is going to destroy them. So they this is like that Hail Mary type deal where they're like, look, if we just pay everybody to like make reels, like what the hell? Why not? And in, in fact, I'm watching it. It's working. I mean, people are definitely making oh, reels. Yeah. Instagram they is paying pumping, almost anybody pumping. too. <laughs> they are you know? paying people. Like the, and the let me tell you barriers something else. to entry are getting less and less. Super low. But Bald Man, I think it was a month and a half ago, had 2,000 followers on Instagram. He just breached 10,000. And it's because Damn. he's using the same method I'm using. Three reels a day. Doesn't matter what the fuck you're doing. Just fucking film it, document, yep. don't create, I put am, it out there. Uh, subscribing Three reels to a day. that, and I'm bank. I've got just about enough banked up. Last week I did a couple two a days, and uh, yep. I'm slowly building to it. But I, I'm with and you. And bank man. them for the um, weekend. Don't forget to do them for the weekend. If oh, you're yeah. not in your workshop, record I'm extra, throw them up there. Banking it up, and, and hey. if you think that instagram is dead it is not they are it's not really, really you just don't pushing. know how to play it <laughs> you gotta play you forgot, that fiddle yeah baby. yeah here's hey, the thing that's have... interesting to me is that you know if i i read an article about how tiktok pays almost nothing unless you're a top creator instagram pays about somewhere between two and five percent of the revenue well with okay. this new google shorts or youtube shorts it's like 45 percent of the ad revenue goes to the creators yeah so like is that it, i that feel much? 45 yeah 45 percent. so they have to pay out the um the, because you you can still get monetized even if you use other people's like music or copyrighted stuff yeah, yeah. so You're, so basically you're the talking about tiktok right not no not i'm talking i'm talking about shorts sure you, you can monetize copy with copyrighted music correct just in shorts so basically what it what it's going to be is that whatever the overall ad revenue is for all of it they're going to pay off the music whatever that's going to be and then the rest gets split 55 45 oh that's a good idea that that is going to be a hell of a lot more profitable than any of them so don't forget bullshit if you uh if you are creating the three a days Share it to multiple places and make share sure it to shorts. Start start building up your content. Start yep. building up your you know your followers on uh, YouTube Shorts because yeah, that I feel like as soon as that clicks, that's yeah, going to be, be a hell of a lot more than anything. How, else. Do it now. 
you start now, you're going to get yep. in the bottom floor. Like exactly. We you'll, you'll have the pump timed, baby. Yep. On Instagram, which has led me to now have 56,500 followers. Damn. I am still gaining close to 1,000 followers a day. Hey, do you Instagram. have, have you gotten uh, access to the subscriptions yet, Brian? Yeah, it's but I'm not turning coming. it on. I just, okay. I just yep. don't want to. That came up on, uh, oh, 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 the makeshift podcast. And I, I keep kept forgetting to ask you. It seems an interesting thing, right? It, and I think what I said on the makeshift was, uh, I think sometimes features like that come about and folks jump at them really quickly. But then, but they do so without considering like, how am I going to use this? And well, it's like patron. Like yeah. Patreon. Like, it's like, what are you going to provide different? You're, not, yeah. you're either going right. to dumb down your content to everybody else, or, you know, so are you going to do three posts a day and only one of them go to your subscribers? Well, no, who, no, no, I, I don't yeah. like that concept. I, think I don't, you gotta, it doesn't you gotta work well on Instagram for me, you know, Instagram yeah. for me, it's, it's, you're talking about a seven second fucking video, you know? Um, I think if you did a lot of stories, that would be different, right? Like here's the way that I see it working. So if you have your subscribers on, in, what is it, on Instagram where they have to pay like a Patreon fee, basically this yeah. like a dollar a month or whatever, I yeah. see it as, you know, once a month I'm going to drop a knife and it's going to be raffled but only to my oh, subscribers. You so okay. you have to you have to pay to be a part of it and then it's going to be like $5 in entries or something ridiculously there's a low. Free grinder there's a guy a month that does and, this. Yeah. yeah, but there's a guy that does this already and, he, and it's really successful. I can't think of his name, but... Uh, um, do you, uh, Brian, do you know who Jake Hoback is? The name sounds so familiar. He's like a, he's a knife maker. He does like folders and stuff. And he reached right. out to me about the Apollo forge and he he's, uh, and I didn't forgive me. I, I don't follow that world very closely, but I have been told like, he's a big deal. Like he, he's a very big deal. And that I should, it would be like, it would be like, uh, Neil Kamamura, Jason Knight reaching out to me about the same thing. Um, and he said, Hey, I really want to get in, involved with the Apollo, you know, like, let me know if you want to do a trade. Then I mentioned it to bald man and bald man was like, really? He wants, he wants to trade with you. And I was like, yeah. And I'm like, should I, should I consider this? He's like, Oh my God. Yes. You know? <laughs> and I, and I started th- cause I don't even follow him. I don't know. I didn't know who he was, but, um, then it's weird because now I'm watching YouTube content and I'm seeing Jake Hoback stuff being reviewed by all these knife reviewers. Oh, wow. And his knives are really cool. They're like, you know, machine knives and everything. And and then I start thinking about now with over 50,000 followers, the amount of pull I have in social media. Go. It's like all these people now are looking at what I'm doing. And, you know, before I was just the guy doing this and that on socials and had 10,000 followers. And now it's like people look at your profile and they see that influence and they want a piece of it. So it's it's a uh, it's kind of cool. It's kind of weird at the same time. I'm not really used to it, but it's it's, it's also very, very cool. Yeah. You know? It's power. So I mean, you, you can be there, too, if you just share. Yeah. Those. And I, I've I've not hit your level clearly, but early on when, uh, you know, four years ago when it was when you were able to grow like you're growing now, when when a large number of people were able to do right. that, that's when I was first open to it. And and you're right. I mean, all of a sudden, 
what you start getting reached out to for co- for collaborations and partnerships instead of reaching out to people yourself yes. you know folks are like hey what you got going on is great can we do x can we do y can we do z so it does open a lot of doors um i think uh having some strategy around how to handle that is often good. Uh, you know, like, I have no strategy. I, right. I'm, I am so overwhelmed, but you have because... such good standards though. And I guess that's maybe what I'm getting at more is that, uh, I see, I used to see a lot of folks that any free, anything they would take, you know, it's like, how about a bottle of glue? Sure. Send it over. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and next thing you yes. know, like your, your feed, you know, because, well, if you're doing it right, you're you are truly exchanging content for product, right? And you're actually promoting what they send you. Pretty soon your feed becomes completely sponsored by 24 yeah. different brands and it's right. like no. You're just becoming had, a commercial. Yeah. yeah. I had six 3D printers show up at my shop. Send one I over, featured, baby. Well, hey man, and, I'll take and, one of them. And, well, that's just it. I, I'm like, well, what am I going to do with these? You know, I, I you just got a print don't... farm now. Well, yeah, but they're Frog not pods. what I want. It's it's just, and yeah. I, I told this company, I was yeah. like, you send these to me. Like, there's no guarantee I'm going to put them in a video. And I just don't really, I, I don't like being obligated to do stuff. And I took yeah. the first couple. It was like a gateway type thing. They're like, here, let us just send you one, you know, and then yeah. whatever. And then now they're sending well, me like resin printers and all this shit. And I'm like, yeah. I don't know. You're not a 3D printing channel, you know. Right. And, what ends up happening? But they got sales because I talked about yeah. it, and they, and, you know, and yep. they are wanting more of that. Obviously. So what ends up happening is that you become part of their marketing agenda and plan, and and I've had that where I've had to push back pretty hard. I had a, a company who I ended up working with to get a jointer, a full eight inch jointer, but for months I had to pivot the conversation to that jointer as the tool that would get the most play in my shop. Uh, they wanted to send me a big ass pocket hole machine, you know, that was like <laughs> uh, this six foot by six foot by four that? foot fucking tall. And I'm like, I'm not a goddamn cabinet shop here, dude. You know, like yeah. I'm telling you, you well, will that's send because me... they need to sell those. You're right. probably having that's a hard what time they're moving trying them. to promote. And then it was, okay, well then how about a sliding table saw? If you know anything about a sliding table saw, you need on average at least a 12 foot by 12 foot area, if not 15 by 15. That's my whole goddamn shop. I was going to say, you got plenty of room there. What are you talking about? I mean, I I was laughing at the guy. I was like, do you even realize how, like, honest to God, I would have about six foot of floor space left after I had this saw in here. So, so I think it's, um, I think in general for folks out there, if you start diving into this stuff, maybe just a little word of advice, make sure it's your marketing agenda that's being fulfilled, not theirs. Yeah. I've had one experience where I've had, I had a Chinese company send me that really janky ass four inch. I talked about it before on the podcast and literally I unpacked it and I set it on the ground and like put it under my table and I'm, I will never use it because it's so janky. Yeah. It's so cheaply built. That's the thing. The kale wool really inside of it is like, it literally has the texture of like cotton candy. It's so loose. Yeah. Oh, I know man. as soon as I turn that on, that's just going to aerosolize and give everyone cancer in a three mile radius. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, yeah. I simply will not put my name anywhere oh near God. this right? product. 
Well, yeah. Like, there's I, no fucking way. <laughs> it, just, it, it becomes this. I'm not gonna lie. Like I've gone through periods where, yeah, I've gotten a, I've gotten a lot of stuff. Like almost an embarrassingly large amount of, of free stuff. But what I, what I realized through that, well, number one, I'm one of those people that need to, need to screw up 16 times before I actually learn the lesson. But um, what I did learn, you know, in the end, it came down to this. This doesn't work. The shotgun approach. Where you're getting, yeah, you're getting all this free stuff. But number one, that doesn't pay your electric bill. Sure and that doesn't now. pay for your time and all this. And that number two, it's incredibly hard to pivot the conversation from we'd like to send you a free tool to we'd like to send you a free tool and pay you to promote it. Right. So oh, yeah. that, that, that's a hard pivot to make because you've already accepted the tool as payment in the past. So to yeah. pivot that conversation and go, Hey, now I'll only accept $1,500 and the pocket hole machine. They'll right. be like, screw that, man. We'll, we'll find somebody that will take a free fucking pocket hole machine. You know? On the other hand though, you, you have, I, I just had the experience with this carbon fiber company where it's like, yes. hey, that marries up well with my knife making because I yeah. love using carbon fiber in yep. my handles. And now it's even developed into, you know, I'm going to be yeah. a, a supplier of the carbon fiber. So and, that's you know, I'll be testing it out, helping them, you know, refine their how to put in the pigments and all that fun stuff. And then I'll be selling it as as basically a supplier. Yeah. And so keep, and the, that's... keep the markets low and stuff. I think those are the relationships to look for something that you truly believe in a tool, a product, a material, whatever it is. And that if, if you can pass a red face test and say legitimately, yes, I would be proud and happy to, to have this be part of my business, then go for it. But otherwise steer away from it. Like I've now, you know, I'm pretty much, if I can have, no more than four brands that I'm working with as the portfolio, so to speak, that's plenty. Uh, and there, yeah. there are things that I, you know, the shop bot, I, I firmly believe in the power of the shop bot and I will, as long as they will continue to support me, I will continue to promote that. You know, I've done a lot with skilled tools and, you know, there's a handful of brands that after sort of, you know, drinking the ocean's worth of free shit. It's like, no, 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 it doesn't work. I'll pay for my own yeah. fucking glue, you know? Yeah. Hey, All man. right. Hey, quick. I, I want to shift gears real quick. We're an hour in. And because we're doing the patron extra at the end of the show, we're, we're narrowing our time very low. So I want to knock it down with a dad joke and then jump into WFI projects real quick. There's a couple in there that I want to pull out and just Hell mention. Yeah. Sweet. Um, all right, you ready with that trombone there, Brian? Absolutely. Uh, I always knock on the fridge door before I open it. Oh, yeah? Just Yeah, just in case there's a salad dressing. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. And um, so jumping into WFI projects, uh, the first one that I pulled out is a patron of ours, Tortuga Blade Works. He's got this little Scout uh, EDC with a teal handle, and it is just fabulous. Like, I mean, I I am coveting this knife. It's beautiful. And he did a great job, and he did some nice leather work uh, to to uh, put it in a sheath. And just a heads up, 
WFI Projects is back at it again with 6,401 and 418 posts. Something so changed. Cruising. Something yeah. changed where it's like it's starting to repopulate and more people are actually showing. I don't know what happened with it before, but keep posting, guys, because it's working. So I've got Reaper Metalworks, and he's got this little patch with a little, like, you know, um, what is that? Like, death with a scythe in his hand? And it says, while I was grinding out the rough profile on my new mini cleaver, my wife came out and said, I made you a patch. This is fucking awesome. But yeah, so... <laughs> Yeah, it's not just it's not just Reaper Metalworks who is a fantastic maker. Apparently, the wife you know the wifey can make a few things as well. This patch is really yeah, cool. Yeah. That is, that love is it. really cool. Love it. I'm still have sorry I was having issues with my phone, and then I looked at this post from William Patrick Customs, who's not on our hashtag, but it's of a guy that had a drill bit caught up in his beard and literally ripped the fucking beard off of his face his chin and his uh under chin his third second third and fourth chins are all just (gasps) blood and bare of hair oh my my lord william patrick customs Uh, all one word go check that that shit out that is the scariest shit i ever heard that sucks yeah, that would not. Be yeah, good. whoa. I'm tucking I'm my sh- beard. I'm tucking my beard down into my shirt every time I use the drill press. Yeah, now. definitely. Damn. I am gonna shout out uh, JVBK, uh, JVB Knives Canada. He did a sword, and this is a a reel that was tagged with WFI projects. Nice. Which I yeah, they do reels. Super cool. And and he did this octopus sword that has like it's insane it's insane like you gotta go check it out it has fifty nine thousand views on it on instagram and it's a damascus uh, mosaic pattern with a handmade octopus as a handle and a really cool pommel it it's just killer jvb knives canada all one word so cool that's really cool i've got edge dot and dot arbor so edge and arbor is working on a new design for um he's a patron. like serving port forks yeah he is so it's a little like barbecue fork and this looks like a really oh, cool. functional design you know it's it's cool that you know people are making something outside of knives in a knife shop yeah. and uh yeah he's doing these serving forks and it looks really really well made it's not finished yet but you can kind of see his progress so far at edge dot and dot arbor go check him out so funny story. That's uh, Kevin, and he's a patron of ours. And yep. we mentioned his name in the podcast last week because he's a patron. But mm-hmm. he had changed his name from Edge and Arbor to Sherwood Forge, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. And well, then Ben, you made a joke about men in tights. Robin Hood and, it, and tights. Wait, the yeah. whole thing, and then he messaged me. And he goes, oh no, shit. He goes, <laughs> I'm sorry. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta put it back. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, and he's funny. like i was on the fence about about sherwood and he's like i live hey. in a town called sherwood yeah. and it's a whole Send thing it to me, he's like, baby, I thought, if, and if, i went but and i had mentioned that i really liked edge and arbor because i think edge and arbor is a great name for a knife yeah. company and, yep. and he agreed so he changed it back That's kevin we love you funny. buddy we didn't make we didn't How mean to make it, fun man? of you yeah, at all. love it 
the dude's at 164 subscribe or followers so go go, so go give uh, him yeah that. speaking of uh low follower numbers paul uh Baden? Smaldin's handcrafts made these really cool um, leaf style door handles for a cabinet and just really, really cool. I, I think that stuff is so cool and it just makes cabinetry and furniture in general just look phenomenal. I'd love to do more furniture projects incorporating some hand forged type uh, hardware and stuff like that. That's really cool. Definitely. Yeah, I could see you Small getting into that, ends. or at least yeah. partnering with like a local blacksmith or something. Yeah, I'm 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 starting to with the weather change. Uh, I'm getting hungry for more furniture commissions, and might be pivoting slightly in the future here towards that more. There you go. Right on, right on. Uh, that's all I'm going to pull out for WFI projects so that we can keep the show moving. Um, if you guys are good with that, we'll yeah, sure we'll move on. Let me do a little yeah. preview for this upcoming week's WFI 2, the interviews. So last ah, week yes. we had Timber Tiger Forge on, and I, I did get a lot of feedback that Timber or um, Chris Magnus's uh, audio was a little bit low. I've already gone back and changed that, so I've checked all of the ones that I've recorded. The audio levels are bumped up, so it's a little easier to hear. Good. So I made that change. And this upcoming week is Koi Baker, Baker Forge and Tool. That's another be a good patron one. of ours, and if you're not following oh, Koi's nice. work and his brother, uh, you gotta go check it out. They're, I keep saying this, they're not getting enough traffic on YouTube. They need it. They're the video quality of their Instagram and YouTube and all Top the other notch. stuff they got. Yeah, going. they make some Top great notch. content. Keep yeah, your stuff. eyes on Baker Forge and Tool because they're gonna be doing huge things. They're already doing huge things, but they're gonna make they're gonna go even further in the next speaking. Year. And we're going to be a part of that. So speaking of Baker Forge and Tool, I'm actually ordering a piece of their Bronze My Damascus today because off of the the Tyrell collaboration, I had a gentleman contact me and ordered a chef knife out of Bronze My. Oh, so fantastic! Yeah, that's going to be that, a fun man. one. That'll yeah, be cool. Fantastic. And of course, you know, if you're working with Baker Forge and Tool, you're making a damn YouTube video out of it. So oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, you got to. Yeah, hands down. So. Uh, all right. Anything else we want to bring up before we switch into the after show? No, the question. What's the question? Oh, that's a good. That's a good. And one. we got to do I've troll got, of I've the week. Multiples. We got to do troll of the week. We're troll doing... of the week, but that's troll. on the patron only. Yeah. Oh, right, okay. Right. Okay. Let me let me open up patron because Patreon because I have two questions and I don't know which one I'm going to pick yet. And just remember, if you're a patron, you can ask us a question. And we will answer it. And you in the do after that show. through the Patreon site, right? Through the Patreon site, you have to go log in and send us a message through there. I think it'd be um, okay, nice so to Steve... start chatting with folks over there too. I wish Patreon made it easier yeah. for all three of us to be able to be in there. I think I can do that. I can give okay. you guys access to this. I think. Uh, Steve Kalb, who's local to me, uh, he says uh, he had a thought. He would like. Uh, there is such a broad spectrum of skill sets and needs with, that each member has. If you had to say a nuts and bolts or D's nuts and bolts, which I really like, uh, section of links set up and how to use your tools and how to find them. I've been blacksmithing for quite a while, but I'm a baby in the knife game. I think this would also push your video metrics 
maybe this isn't a question. I'm reading this incorrectly. Hold on. If you're already doing it, I'm sorry. There was another yeah, one like, about our. Hold on. Um, yeah. Well, there was one about our uh, our standard this, daily. Steve, I'm an idiot. Schedule. Sorry, I thought this was a question. Uh, I've got. <laughs> I'm like that is a good idea, Steve. And yes, we do need to set something up like that. Um, he's basically saying like a consortium of links, but it's not for the after show. I'm a moron. All right, so. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Ryan. if you go to www.backslash <laughs> backslash Brian Moore, sure, uh, I can totally edit my web. Yeah. Oh, uh, shit, that was funny. So, okay, so Bob Ryan did send us uh, one, which is good. Okay, so it says, uh, uh, what is each of your typical daily routines? The three of you are very different in very different places. Have you similar, you have similar yet vastly different businesses. Some of yeah. you have kids and and uh, the incorrectly spelled Brian, which is, yeah, <laughs> does not. So uh, what, oh. what is a typical day for you like uh, nice. from rolling out of bed and getting out into your shop? And how do you split your daily tasks to leaving the shop and going home and finishing your day? Bob, we will answer that in the after show. And if you want yeah, to be a baby. patron, you can. You can go to patreon.com forward slash work for it. You can hear the after show and also listen. You can ask us a question. We will answer it there. And also you get to hear about Troll of the Week. Ooh. I got, I've got i got a whole bunch of trolls this week. There so, we go. Uh, let's do that. So We appreciate you guys, as always, listening to the Work For It podcast. And uh, that's it. I don't even know. I don't know what to say anymore, Brian, because this is our first time transitioning away. Well, we just end it, and then we'll come back. Yeah. Goodbye. See you guys. See ya. Thanks so much. Don't let your balls drag. (laughs) Ha ha ha!